Welcome to Cellmates Podcast. I'm Dick Ward. I'm Kate Phillips. Uh, Cellmates Podcast, of course, is a podcast where we take two or, I guess, three movies and uh, kind of throw a Venn diagram over them. Uh, these movies are always animated. Always. But often, they're Disney. Uh, but not always. Often, they're musicals. Not always. And often, they are good. Not always. Look at that. I did the intro you pretty did. well. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Compare, contrast, Venn diagram, mm. animated. Good job. Killing it. All right. Um, Dick, I don't know what we're drinking this week because I did not create the drink. So oh. uh, this time, I'm actually asking you the question, Dick, what are you drinking? Not just uh, facetiously for the listener. Well, Kate, as I talk to you into this Behringer mic... Uh, on top of an on-stage stand, going into a Behringer audio interface that's going into an Apple uh, Mac uh-huh. uh, laptop. Yeah. Uh, we are drinking Tangeray okay. with Seagram's ginger ale okay. uh, with a little hint of real lime juice, which is from the makers of Real Lemon, Sure. Uh, and ice made in OXO uh, ice makers. And I think they're both Flaviar glasses, but um, I could be wrong. Yeah, mine might be a Macallan Glass. Oh, yours is a Macallan glass, and mine is a Flaviar glass. And I'm putting it on this IKEA laptop That's stand. That's correct. Um, yeah. Well, I think that about covers it. Yeah. Very uh, normal way to say all of that. That's how we normally talk. That's uh-huh. how everyone normally talks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about brands today. Yep. Um, and specifically, movies that heavily feature them um yeah. and it's totally normal in totally normal all th- so speaking of okay. sorry speaking yeah. of totally normal you may have noticed that we're back hey. this week uh last uh or two weeks ago we put out an old episode just to have something out there uh i don't know if you've heard about this but the world the world um it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but especially right now, because Kate, you are a public school teacher. I am in New York. And I work at the New York Times. Yeah. It's been a busy couple of weeks for both of us. <laughs> and the next month or two will definitely continue to be busy for both of us. So we're going to do our best to keep content coming, to mm-hmm. keep episodes coming. If for whatever reason we can't, we will put up an old episode. Because, look, there's an election coming up and yeah. uh, there's a... A whole lot going on with schools. So we're, we're doing what we can. However, Dick, I feel like we're making up for some lost ground this Ooh, week. tell me why. Normally, we do two animated movies. Oh, that's right. And that was our plan for this episode. But, you know, we just decided we felt so bad for the listeners that they didn't get an episode last time that, yeah. you know what, we'll throw in an extra movie. That's absolutely no why cost. we did this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> At um, no co- and no extra cost. No you extra guys don't have to pay to us any cost, more than you're already paying us. It was a us. cost to us, but uh, <laughs> mentally and emotionally. Um, so we had originally yeah. paired Food Fight and The Emoji Movie. Um, True. Both films that are centered on plots that are I super brand. I wouldn't well, agree that they're centered on plots. <laughs> centered on um, stated plots that are very brand heavy. Food Fight yeah. is... Um, food brands, like it takes place in a grocery store, and Emoji Movie is not only a bunch of emojis um, that you know and love, um, but just generally anything you can find on a smartphone. 
Um, yeah. And neither of these movies did super well critically. No. Um, so we were really excited to do like, you know, every couple episodes we just do movies that we know are going to be bad. Because it's kind of fun to just like watch some bad movies and yeah. see see what what makes them tick. Yeah. But then we're watching the Emoji movie and we're thinking, well, shoot, uh, this seems uh, like the exact plot of uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet that we've heard about. Because spoiler alert. The Emoji Movie is less about emojis and more about apps. More about apps. It should yeah. be called The App Movie. It should, yes. Starring emojis. Yeah. Um, and we had heard that Ralph Breaks the Internet is very app-heavy uh-huh. um, in, in its script. So not wanting to watch any of these movies ever again, we thought, well, we'll just add in Ralph Breaks the Internet yes. um, and call it a, a threefer. Um, yeah, I I believe I suggested, oh, we could just do Emoji Movie and Ralph Breaks the Internet. And you're like, I'm not watching Food Fight again, well, ever. And, and we we owe it to everyone yeah. to talk about Food Fight. Yeah. Now that we have seen it, yeah. it needs to be discussed. Would you say that Food Fight is the worst movie we've watched for this show? I, I, I'm interested to get more into that later. Okay. I'd say it's certainly top three, yeah. probably top two. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a conversation to be had at a later time or Ooh, date. I'm, I'm excited. Of like wh- where those top twos. Um, oh yeah. We'll have to do like a. Best of the worst. Worst of the worst. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do like a, some sort of episode at some point. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're going to do some sort you, of episode at some yeah, point. Yeah, great. Continuing to speak about Food Fight, yeah. uh, Dick, you were the one that brought this movie to the podcast. I had never heard of it before. That's true, yeah, sorry. So what is your history with Food Fight? So Food Fight, I first heard about on um, a podcast that I really love called The Flop House. Good, uh, good um, mention of brand name on Thank that. you. Uh, they're a podcast that watches bad movies and mm-hmm. talks about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, sorry, I'm looking to see... When um, that was. Dick, are you looking through an app to I find am. that information? Sorry, yeah. I'm specifically looking through Pod something, a podcast app. All right. So anyway, this 2013 is when I heard about Food Fight. And um, it sounded like a fever dream. Uh-huh. Uh, and even like having listened to the episode multiple times, I could not have, I was not prepared for what this movie was. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting. because I, So I had never heard about Food Fight before you brought it up. Yeah. And so I assumed it's like it was kind of a cult thing that came many years after. But if you're saying 2013, that is the year after it came out. It just immediately flopped and yeah. immediately blew up for being so terrible. Like, Yeah. It seems like it was like kind of an internet sensation for a for like a spark. Well, because you know? it wasn't in the theatrical run of this movie grossed seventy five thousand dollars. That's correct. Seventy three thousand yeah. dollars. Not seventy three million. million. Not seven, seven million. Yeah. Seventy three thousand dollars. Which is like, let's see it like. 15 bucks. Oh, I can't do that math. That's like it's not a many weekend tickets. at like a small city's worth of theaters. Yeah. And that's it. That is its total gross. <laughs> um, so this was not in theaters for very long. It had to have been an internet sensation because it, it just, you couldn't see it in a movie theater. No, you it could was not. Like one week. And yeah. why would you? Yeah. Um, 
Cool. I, you know what? I don't think there's anything more we can say about the history without actually just diving into it, Dick. Okay. Are you prepared to explain, to summarize the, we'll put plot in heavy air quotes, uh-huh. uh, in two minutes or less? Yeah, I, can, I think I can do it in like five seconds, but I'll, I'll stretch it. Do you need some character names in front of you or you're just going to make, yeah, great. You, you don't think I know the character names? Great. All right. Two minutes on the clock. Hold on. Wait, actually, oh. let me get the character <laughs> names out. I know Dex Dog Detective, and I know Sunshine Cat and Gay Bat, but I don't know. Okay, I'm ready. Oh my gosh! All right. Oh yeah. Gay- oh my god. Gay Bat. I'm like, no, it's a squirrel, and he's not. Oh no, there is no. a character. All right. No, yeah. Dick. Good. Uh, this will be the Chips Ahoy timer, I guess. Okay. Uh, it's oh, because it's normally it's a, a cookie brand, timer. Brand. All, right. All right, two minutes. Two minutes. Here you go. Toy Story, but Casablanca and Indiana Jones and Nazis. Okay, so there's a supermarket, and at night, I guess, all the icons who call themselves Ikes, which is already yikes, um, come alive and like do things. And Dex Dog Detective, who's a serial mascot, is in love with Sunshine Goodness, who is played by like. A five-year-old Hillary Duff. Uh, and Dex Duck Detective, by the way, is an old man, Charlie Sheen. Um, anyway, Daredevil Dan, who wants to cover women with his chocolatey goo, um, played by Wayne Brady, uh, like crashes and Hillary, or Sunshine Goodness is like missing. Anyway, then uh, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd uh, comes into the store and he's like, X. And he starts putting brand X products in the store, mm-hmm. which is like generic products. Yeah. Anyway, all the Ikes are upset about it. And also the brand X products are clearly Nazis. Yep. Ava Longoria is um, Lady X and she really puts her leg all over Dex Dog Detective. In order to get him to uh, to be into it. Anyway, um, then there's a, a war and the, the uh, Ikes go find a big-nosed nebishy man to help them beat the Nazis, I guess. And, like, they do? They have a literal food fight. They have a literal... They have a literal food fight, even though, like, Mr. Clean isn't a thing that represents food. Anyway, also, Dex Dog Detective owns a club. And Dan dies? Does Daredevil Dan die? No, but they beat the Nazis. Yeah, they beat the Nazis. And find the Sunshine Cat. Oh, yeah, they find the Sunshine Cat again. I, that might be the longest two minutes has felt on this show. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought I was going over. Okay. This is going to be done soon, but no, it just, time slowed down. This movie is wild. Like, yeah. just wild. Um, okay, so hold on. Real quick. This movie sucks shit. Yes. It's god-awful. It has no business being made, and it looks like like utter, utter garbage. It looks like a like child's computer game from, like, 1997. Yeah. And this is released in 2012, although it has a much longer history than that. It looks like someone was like, hey, can we make something that looks like Reboot but shittier? But, I mean... But hold on. I want to I wanna read 
Uh, oh, please. You may know that the sky was dark that day because all the stars were in food fight. Shh. Charlie Sheen, Hilary Duff, Ava Longoria, Wayne Brady, Christopher Lloyd, Chris Kattan, Larry Miller, Ed Asner, Jerry Stiller, Christine Baranski, Harvey Firestein, Cloris Leachman, Haley Duff, and of course, Edie McClurg, uh, Mrs. Butterworth. So you read these names and you think of like something like Shark Tale, right? Where you're like, all right, a mix of like yeah. B, C, and D celebrities. But like um, you give me a Christine Baranski doing a voice, I- I'm okay with that. Sure. And so it is extra wild that like, I'll, again, I'll put talent in heavy air quotes, but like that all of these names that I'm sure command salaries right <laughs> that they're not just working for scale right that they're all in this movie i mean that's obviously where all the money went because it looks like i've never seen a movie look this bad yeah. that wasn't that like fifth sasquad movie that we didn't watch because it was like made on someone's computer yeah like we can't in new jersey we can't like, stress enough how bad this movie looks and how much we are not punching down because like if you if you're like a tiny studio that makes a really bad looking uh cg movie right yeah fine you spent like a million dollars on it yeah. right but if but this movie was budgeted at it, 45 to 65 million dollars there's not some great record keeping <laughs> so they had money mm-hmm. behind them mm-hmm. they have all these big names and i i can't stress enough this is awful to look at. Yeah. Like the the weasel. You remember the weasel? Oh my gosh. He was like like, sh- like hard plastic. Like weirdly texture. shiny and like his head just Oh He's like snake like yeah, but not in a good I I mean, we'll put up a, a clip that like represents the animation, I'm sure, yeah. on our social media sites. But it's just, yeah, it is embarrassing like to watch the reef, from an animation. The Reef, I think, is one of the movies we've been really hard on. Yeah. In this in this series, mm-hmm. and the Reef looks like Finding Nemo compared to this. Absolutely, yeah. This like, is a this is a tier of it's shocking. animation level that we have not watched. Yeah. Yet, um, up to this point, but now we have. So. So four great. thumbs up. Uh, um. <laughs> what else did we watch, Kate? Well. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to this. So we watched the Emoji Movie, mm-hmm. which had a smaller budget than Food Fight and at fifty million, way better, and looks a bajillion times better. Yeah. Um, did, do you have a history with the Emoji Movie? No. Um, I just remember thinking it looked dumb when yeah. it came out. This was twenty seventeen. I think my kids at school like went on a field trip to see this because we have a movie theater across the street. So sometimes uh-huh. just field trips are. Let's go to the movies. Yeah. Um, and I felt bad for them. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know if I saw a preview for it. I don't think I did. Uh, the, I I knew some of the plot of this. I don't know if, again, I don't know if I like heard a podcast on it or I just like read it or I heard someone talking about it. But I did know uh, at least one of the apps that they visited uh, and was shocked that in a kid's movie, you're like, Dropbox. We got to get to Dropbox, guys. We got to get guys. to Dropbox, get y'all. To, um, yeah, this, it just, the trailers were um, kind of notoriously panned um, that when the trailers come out, it's like one of the rare YouTube videos to have like 
seven times more dis like thumbs down. Wait, it doesn't have up. any hearts? No. What if it doesn't have any hearts? Uh, Wait. No, you're getting into the third movie. Oh, that's the wrong movie. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so no one thought this looked good. And this just, the, you know, anything I saw about it before going into it just felt like it's, okay, it's the kind of movie where you think kids are stupid and this is the kind of movie that you're making because you don't understand how smart kids are and you think you can get away with this but also in fairness like kid, kids are kind of dumb yeah they'll but, watch any movie once but, but like this is just it's it's a bad movie yeah yeah like i'm sure trolls is not the highest height of brilliance right yeah but like it's got to be better than this well and this is i mean one of the reasons we're talking about it is like it is just such a all of these movies, just such a desperate, like, we're talking about brands you know, so that makes it cool. Yeah. Like, there's a very Hello Fellow Kids yeah, what vibe. A, what, a, what, a, what do kids love these days? Uh, I, I, You know what? I saw my daughter. She was typing on her phone, and she did a smiley face. She called it an emoji. Let's make an emoji Well, this is movie. actually, the director wanted to make something like Toy Story. The, the story he tells I'm is, sorry? he's like, I want to make a new Toy Story. What's the latest toys? And then as I was thinking of that idea, a text message came to me and it had an emoji in it. And I thought, emojis are the latest toys. That Like, what you just described is actually what happened with Did this movie. Did he have movie. that, like, Mucinex monster voice, too? I don't know. Mm. I haven't heard this guy speak, but... Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess I have to upsetting. summarize this yeah. now. Okay. You do have to summarize uh, it. I'm in Please charge. include all character names... And uh, list your favorite problematic actors from the movie. There are they're, too many. They're all over all these movies. Cool. All right. Awesome. There, there is an emoji world, and um, meh is a new emoji, but he's not very good at making the meh face. He, like, shuffles between a lot of face, and it's kind of like a glitch. Anyway, they all live inside this teenager's phone, um, and so the glitch causes problems because the teenager sends it to his crush, and then meh gets, like, um, essentially exiled from emoji land by Smiley. She's in charge, and she doesn't like things to be different. Smiler. Smiler, sorry. And um, so... Matt has to go on a trip, I guess, to Dropbox because um, the Alex is going to reset his phone and that's going to be bad for all the emojis. So he's got to stop that from happening. Um, he gets high five uh, to be his friend along the way and they find this hacker named Jailbreak um, and they find her in virus land and she's going to jailbreak. She's going to hack the phone and get to the cloud and whatever. So they have to go through all these apps to get to the cloud. They do a dancing. They do a just dance one because they're being chased by... Um, Virus guy, uh, antivirus guys. Anyway, robots that kind of look like the one in Wally that Smiler uh, six after them because if Meg gets destroyed, that's good, um, and then they won't have to reset the phone. Anyway, they go through a lot of apps and they have to find Dropbox. But oh, Jailbreak is actually this princess emoji that's gone missing, but she doesn't want to be a princess. And they both decide that oh, they can be whatever emoji they want. But the princess breaks his heart. But they do find the cloud. But then um, Meh ends up uh, convincing the boy to keep him because he can shuffle through a bunch of different faces and the girl thinks that's cool that he has a brand new emoji so he doesn't delete his phone and Meg gets to be whoever he wants and um, everyone, every emoji gets to be whoever they want and Smiler gets relegated to the never used emoji uh, basement and all is well in the world of emojis. Wow, how much time do you have left? 
six seconds. Whoa. Five, four, three. I don't know. I skipped a lot. Yeah. But there's it. Plot is not a strong. Um, can, I, can I give you my description? Sure. Lego movie, but without the good parts. Yeah. It is. It, you said I, I kind of knew about this movie going in. I don't know if I had read trailers or descriptions. No, you probably knew about this movie going in because you've seen Inside Out, yeah. uh, Toy Story, The Lego Movie, Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. um, all influences on this movie, um, and it's not executed even at a fraction <laughs> of any I, of them. I think you tell me because you, you're a better observer of this than me. I feel like I was angriest at this movie. You were angriest at this movie, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, all of these movies I was angry at. But, like, Food Fight was... After a while, you kind of leaned into it. But Food Fight, we had to try, like, two different times. Yes, cause that's true. we started it on the night that, um, <laughs> that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> that was just a weird, like... Hey, that was... That was years ago. I know. What are you talking about? But we had like gotten 15 minutes into it and like needed to take a break from the visual style anyway. And like, I feel like I checked Twitter in the bathroom and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't feel so good. Um, <laughs> let's not watch this movie that makes me physically want to puke anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we had to finish it the next day. So that it, like, that's a sign of how. Yeah. Frustrating it is to watch Food Fight. But yeah. Yeah, the Emoji Movie, I was just angry the whole time. I think Emoji Movie makes the mistake of just being boring. Yes. I think that's, like, it's not as visually of a bummer to look at, like, or visually crazy to look at. Like, it's animated fairly well for the $50 million they had. Yeah. And they do some fun things with the Emoji character designs. Um but it's just kind of boring, and it's a lot of jokes for not a lot of plot. And I, I would say that there's way too much time spent on an explanation yeah. of how emojis work. When it's not, uh, like you said, it's more of the app movie than and the it, emoji movie. And this goes into, like, it goes into Cars territory, mm. where it's like, for an emoji to show up on your screen, you click it. And what happens yeah. <laughs> is there are a bunch of emojis standing in a like Hollywood Squares style yeah. thing. And there's a giant hand camera, like a giant yeah. hand camera. And that camera takes a picture of that emoji live in that the, moment, making the face. That, yeah. there's, that doesn't make any sense. No. Like inside out, there's joy and anger and sadness and those are different emotions and uh-huh and they don't really control uh what's her name uh riley yeah, they don't really control riley as much as they kind of exist inside of her yeah and they like respond to different things yeah they, they facilitate yeah but like that's not how emojis work no and it's like there is I feel like there's some more liberties with emotions because it, you know, there is science to it, the chemistry, but like emotions in general are something that have like kind of boggled humankind for their entire existence. Whereas like we know how emojis, we know how we know how phones work. Like it's not like someone has to program that. And and it's I, I, I feel I feel so I feel right now 
someone like typing on Twitter, well, in Toy Story, toys right. come to life and they don't work like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but also... If you execute something well, people don't ask these questions. Yeah. It's when you don't execute it well that everything starts to unravel. Yeah. Because asking the questions about it is more fun than watching the movie. And also, Toy Story doesn't try and explain it. No. It's just, toys are alive, except when humans are around, they freeze. Right. What happens if they don't freeze? Who, who, who knows? Yeah. We don't know. It yeah. doesn't matter. You gave me the conceit. But the emoji movie is like, emojis are alive. And I'm like, cool, got it. And it's like, okay. And like, if you're a favorite emoji, you get to hang out in the VIP section, which is a different part. And also an emoji like gets scanned and they have to make the exact face every time. And right. why? Why is this an efficient way of doing things? What, what did the efficient. emojis get out of this? I don't, yeah. What is the economy of cars? <laughs> why, why do they eat the oil? Or is the it's, oil their money? Or the bones are the money? Or what? I was reading about um, one critic's review of this movie that said, there are, like, there are movies that are predicated on much worse ideas than yeah. the emoji movie. yeah. yeah. But it's it is. It's just the execution. We're like, I don't mind the live picture taking of emoji. Like, if that's your conceit, that's your conceit, and it sets you up for like, then you know, if Meh can't do that face on command, then that's a problem, sure. and it, it sets the conflict in motion. I don't mind that. There, are, but yeah, there's not enough going on where you're like, oh, that's really clever. Instead of like, oh, okay, I guess this is a thing now. And then like they go into different apps. And like, mm-hmm. you know, all the great phone apps, Let's Dance or Just Dance. Just Dance. We all know that app. People definitely use exclusively on their phone. Yep. Uh, Dropbox, a big, big app big that hit. all the kids love. Big hit. Uh, um, I guess Spotify. Spotify is, That's legit. Yeah, Spotify is legit. Although it doesn't have any visualizer with those sound waves. And like why is the whale song shaped like a whale when none of the other songs are? And why is it swimming over the other... Just consistency in the rules of your universe. That's all I'm asking. You know what I really missed in this what movie? What did you miss Dick? in this movie? Like, probably one of the most relevant um, apps and websites uh, today. Um, eBay. Um, just oh, like the, wait. the biggest is that app the, these days. Is that the site made famous in the movie Transformers? Where Optimus Prime is like, it's like, hey, Optimus Prime, where'd you, where'd you find this out? And Optimus Prime's like, eBay. Um, the very same wow. eBay. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's also um, I'm so I'm so glad because Emoji Movie dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. But Ralph breaks the internet, picks up the slack for oh, them yeah, it does. Um, by making eBay the um, center of its and th- and thank yeah. God because we haven't had a movie about eBay in a while. I and mean, it's, it's right in like 2018 is the time to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. the peak of eBay's peak of relevance. Peak of eBay's relevance. Dick, what did you know about uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet? So we're watching a mov- emoji movie and seeing that like Dropbox is a major point, and we're like, isn't Dropbox a part of supposed to be a part of Ralph Breaks the Internet? We were wrong. It was yeah. eBay, but we're like, no, we have to. We have do to these do Ralph together. Breaks the Internet. I guess we have to watch this movie. Here's now. what I had heard. I had heard it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard that it was just kind of a name-dropping apps yeah. and yeah. web services kind of movie. Like, that was the majority of the runtime. Yeah. <laughs> um, and those things weren't wrong, turns out. Nope. Um, loved Wreck-It Ralph. 
the original movie, the first one. That was really good. The one with the video games. Yeah. Which, that references a lot of video games, but we'll talk about why that conceit didn't yeah, we will have a conversation about what are what, how you how you reference things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I knew that this movie was bad. I knew it referenced a lot of things, and I knew that there was a Disney princess scene. Um, oh God! And I that. had mixed feelings about that when it was announced. Oh, I can't believe you reminded me of that. And oh, we're gonna talk about that. Oh. So. Um, because Vanellope is technically a Disney princess. Let's roll She's out. Princess Let's Vanellope. roll out Jody Benson for this. She, yeah. Okay, Dick. I got two minutes on the timer. Oh, I'm doing this one right. Yep. Uh, good luck. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna wreck it. Summarize it. Okay, I'm gonna summarize it. Uh, Ralph and Vanellope are friends, and Vanellope wishes for more, and. Then the internet gets plugged into the power strip where they're at. For some reason, the Wi-Fi is plugged in, like, right next to all the arcade machines. Anyway, uh, so Ralph tries to, like, make Vanellope's game more fun because she wants something more fun. And he wrecks it or something. Like, the machine breaks. breaks. It's unclear. And so they're like, oh, we can go on the internet to eBay, eBay. eBay and get a new steering wheel so they bid uh, they go to the internet and they bid on ebay and they ask like google but it's not google it's something else uh they bid on ebay for this replacement steering wheel and then it turns out it's really expensive so then they have to like go do a car racing game to try and get money but it doesn't work they don't get the money but vanellope has a lot of fun and then ralph Becomes a viral YouTube star or BuzzTube, even though YouTube exists in this universe as well. Um, Ralph becomes a big BuzzTube star. He makes a bunch of money and then he makes enough money to buy a new steering wheel. But Vanellope doesn't want to go back because she's uh, best friends with this lady Slate. Shank. Shank. In Slaughter Race. Yeah. And she's playing this game called Slaughter Race. Uh, (sighs) At some point, Vanellope is being chased by something, and she runs into these princesses, and it's a, th- a whole whole thing. Thing. Here's the thing. I I Re- feel like I feel like I got to the end of this movie, but then there were still 45 minutes left, and That's I can't remember true. the rest of it. Ralph is super insecure, and his oh, insecurities yeah. oh, get God. copied by the virus guy, and then yeah. he turns into Ralph Kong. And tries to steal Vanellope and make him his only friend. But Vanellope says, no, we can be separate worlds and separate friends. And so they beat the Ralph Kong because his insecurities go away. Because they can still be friends, even if one lives in the internet and one lives in the arcade. I hate this movie. But it's unclear what Vanellope's um, new work hours are. Because the internet is on 24-7. It's so, so unclear. It seems like uh, Vanellope has the raw end of the deal here. because. This- she is no longer a union worker, no. nine to five kind of. She's this on is, call this, all times. This movie is guilty of doing that that same thing of like, we're introducing a bunch of new rules, mm. and we are not sticking with any of the old rules. Well, because yeah, like this, this the main plot of this movie, this kind of eBay steering wheel plot, lasts twenty four hours. Like mm-hmm. we are told that, so yeah. it means that. Ralph misses a day of his game at yeah. the arcade. Which is a huge deal in the first movie. Right. Not but even I, mentioned I, but in I the guess, second one. But I guess he figures, because the, the Candy Crush um, 
conflict is that the game is going to be tossed to the dumpster on Friday if they can't get the part. And it's like Wednesday. So maybe Ralph is just banking on like, oh, if my game isn't working for one day and I come back by Thursday, we won't be dumped. But like Like, no one, no one mentions that. No. It's just so weird. It's, it is very weird. (sighs) I I think it's really hard to set up. It's interesting. We've, we've just recently on this show talked about um, Toy Story 2 and how it works really well. Yes. Um, Because they don't have to reset any of the rules and they can explore more. And it's interesting that Ralph Breaks the Internet had this kind of cool Toy Story world of like, here are these things that you play with when you aren't watching. Like they have their own lives. But they were not able to successfully, at at least the two of us felt like this was an unsuccessful uh, no, movie. No, you don't have to qualify it. It was <laughs> unsuccessful. It sucks. It's got, like, it had a really positive critical reception. I was surprised Why? to read that. Yeah. Critics, critics are wrong. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Toy Story 2 takes the toys that we know and love, mm-hmm. and it transports them to um, more things that are related to toys. Yeah. Like, a toy collector, mm-hmm. and a toy store. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Uh, and then I think the third one takes them to like a nursery, mm-hmm. a place where toys are. Mm-hmm. This all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But for like Ralph to get on like an... Uh, Ralph is a, a character from an old video game uh-huh. who gets onto the internet and then makes viral video which like, that why conceit is, this, is a little explained why is, that it's why is Ralph why is this a Ralph and Vanellope movie it okay i actually have an explanation for Great. that this is draft 3 of this movie the first could have done one more first draft was um Vanellope becoming a viral star and getting too big of a head um, second movie was Ralph becoming a viral star and getting too big of a head. Great. Third movie, um, the executives at Disney said they didn't want this movie to be about the internet so much as take place in the internet. And so they wanted it to focus on their relationship, which like it sells short than every component of this movie yeah. that like you don't get to like... It could be, it probably would be very heavy handed still if it was about the internet and like what it does to a person. But it shortchanges that potential and it shortchanges this, which is a good idea for a movie of like friends growing apart but still staying friends. Like, yeah. you can move away and like pursue different career and life opportunities and still be best friends even if you're not in the same place. We just watched a great episode of Shits Creek that yeah. did that. Yes. It was great. Yeah. Um, and I think the internet is not a bad idea. Like, I think Slaughter Race itself is a good idea for Vanellope, right? Yeah. But it just, it feels like the movie doesn't know it's about that until the last half hour of its two-hour runtime. Yeah. And by that time, it's too late because you haven't built up. The whole idea is that, like, Ralph has these insecurities about, you know, Vanellope not being his friend, but it's not built up enough. Not really. So you're like, oh, okay, a monster has been created out of Ralph's insecurities. I didn't know that they were this strong. It's uh, super weird. And, like, the the movie, I would say, like, there is a really solid 60 to 70 minute movie in this movie. But this movie is two hours long. I was kind of trying to figure out why this movie 
was not received well by people that I know in the first hour because of like, you know what? Yeah, they're being heavy handed with the internet references, but I feel like they're mostly working and there are jokes that are funny. Yeah. And I feel like for me, it was like the second she steps into Oh My Disney. Oh, God. Um, Good Christ. And then it just becomes a hot mess. And I like Disney. Like, I, those references, I guess, are for me, but they're, I. We, we were both hated excited that. about like a giant beaker in the background. Yes, there was a giant beaker in like, Oh My Disney. There were some like fun little cameos. There was a Stanley. I would have rather had a Joe Rody, but fine. Um, like there were fun little cameos and yeah. other things, but I mean, Kate, let's talk about the elephant in the room. <sighs> yeah. Tell me about the princess scene. No. Yes. She, uh, yeah, they stumble upon like a BuzzFeed quiz that's what Disney princess are you? It's an Oh My Disney quiz. An Oh My Disney quiz, right, sorry. And she goes backstage because what is, oh, Vanellope is trying to um, market Ralph's viral videos by going into different apps and I guess being like a pop-up ad kind of, right? Is that the... Yes. The, the oh, yes. She becomes a pop-up ad to advertise Ralph. Because if Ralph has so many views, by the time that his eBay auction is up, he'll be able to pay for the steering wheel. So they're trying to drum up more yeah. traffic to BuzzTube. Um, which, Dick, BuzzTube's uh, owner or yes. like CEO is named... Yes. What, um, what is the name of the CEO? Yes. The name is Yes. Uh-huh. Dick, can you spell her name for me, please? I believe it is Y-E-S-S-S-S. You've looked into the Wikipedia. That was one of the fun things I was going to tell you, but you already know. They don't pronounce it like yes. that. Yeah. They don't. I thought it was going to be Yas. Yeah. When I saw Y-E-S-S-S. So. I was like, oh, maybe it's Y-A-S-S-S. And it's so. Yas. And her assistant? I don't know her assistant's name. Maybe. <laughs> Truth. Aw. Yes like, and maybe. Like a... There's blue but, funke, but there's not a clear. There's no reason for her name to be yes, or for her his name to be maybe. Yeah, it's just a thing that happens. It's just a thing. Um, yeah, but so so yeah, she ends up meeting the princesses, and technically she's a princess too, and so she's asking them for help. See, this whole thing is just contrived anyway. It yeah. was something to market the movie on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did like at the D23 Expo, they did a big princesses reunion with all the voices from um, Ariel on forward because all the other princesses are too There's old a lot of for those voice actors princesses. to be alive. Um, <laughs> and like that was like a, you know, a viral kind of like news story that, it, Yeah. Anyway, so it's all the princesses, and they're making all of these Shrek-style jokes about Disney princess tropes of, like, not having a mother and being Stockholm syndromed and stuff like that. And so, you know, Vanellope is telling them that she wants a steering wheel. They're like, well, you got to be able to sing about it. Like, I I want songs are part of Disney movie. Aren't we clever to mention that right now? And there's, like... I feel like during these Disney princess scenes or these Disney reference scenes, they're throwing at us like 50 jokes a minute and like hoping that one sticks. And that's about the ratio for me. But like like one out of 50 jokes. I was like, oh, that's clever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And it's here. And here's the thing. 
this was a potentially interesting thing that happened is is a character who is a Disney character who is mm-hmm. not aware that they are a Disney character right. going into a Disney thing. Right. If the movie had been about that, mm-hmm. that would have been more interesting to me. Yeah, or, I think or it would have been a bad movie. But... It, I think it still would have been a bad movie, but it would have given it a reason for this Disney thing to happen. Well, you were saying a short would have been a good idea. Right, a, you, right? a short like... would be fine, but like this is a, oh, we're going on the internet and f- for some reason there's a, like, you know, the website you think of, Oh My Disney, <laughs> which I have never been to or heard of, and we have uh, a Disney 3D castle puzzle yeah. on our wall we have a puzzle of walt disney world i only on our know wall. about oh my disney because of this movie yeah and i thought it was a thing they made up for this movie we, we listen to theme it park podcasts yeah. we, like we watch ride-alongs we we love disney shit so i've never heard of this website and here's the thing and then so another thing is that then the princesses come back for some reason and they're part of the like climactic sequence of the movie they oh, yeah. rescue ralph they join together and use their different oh because they're rescuing things big, they're and, rescuing a big man right they're rescuing a big strong man because uh, girl bosses hashtag girl bosses ugh. yes um and it's like i i like the orchestral score in there because it's mixing oh all God, of their the themes from awesome. their movies yes. um and that's fun but otherwise it's just like why are these back anyway what i was going to say is Wreck-It Ralph, one of the, or not Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet, one of the other criticisms I read was that, like, in a couple years, all of these references are going to be so outdated that this movie is, like, however fun it is now, it's going to be outdated. It reminds me, and that's the same thing, right? Like, oh my Disney, who's going to know about that in a couple years? And if the the adults watching the movie don't know about it, that's, like, kind of breaking in a cardinal rule of Disney is, like, aim wide like have something for everyone and that's that's something where weirdly food fight does the best in terms of references well because they're really old like they can't so they did not pay to use any of the brands Mm -hmm. it was expected that the brands would cross market for them when the movie came out did that work? No. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's like Mr. Clean and Charlie Tuna, like yeah. these brands that have been out for 50 years. So it doesn't feel relevant, but it also doesn't feel immediately irrelevant. But like, Mr. Clean is is like, okay, cool. I know him. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, I popped. I, I like cheered for the California Raisins. You popped. I That's that's a wrestling term. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I got like, I got excited for the California Raisins. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to be in the movie. And when I saw them, I was excited. Because I loved the California Raisins as a kid. Well, and they were maybe the only brand that was like doing something recognizable for. Yeah, they were. They their, were singing at, at the at the nightclub. They were like the the nightclub. They were club doing band. the thing they do. They were doing. The, we're like Mr. Clean. Like I don't even think he got like a sparkle He's come out of, there, coming out of his know. head. He's just kind of in the background. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of the Emoji Movie. Um, usually a production on an animated movie is several years. They shrank it down to two years to make sure that emojis weren't totally irrelevant by the time it came out because phone technology changes so often. Yeah. Um, and the apps, too. I mean, Dropbox is already, like, 
Dropbox isn't used very much anymore. Dropbox is like a... Unless your entire institution is on it. Yeah, it's like an enterprise solution. It's not really a, a thing end users. Like, like I've... I used to have Dropbox. Now I use like OneDrive or, or Google Drive or I whatever. mean, just the ubiquity of Google Drive and the fact that companies can pay to have unlimited yeah. Google Drive is now like, okay, great. Like, Everything's Drop- on Google. I can make a document. I can make a spreadsheet on this. Right. Dropbox, Dropbox is amazing for having backups. Right. It's still good. It's just not something mom or dad or the kid is going to care about. Right. Um, And again, like... It it is I think starting to be irrelevant in 2017, yeah. and now you see it, you're like, oh yeah, Dropbox. Um, so all of these have that, pro- and I think you're right. I think Food Fight, weirdly, is the one that kind of, at least in terms of its brand, because <laughs> they're also like making up brands and and using brand. Like there isn't a major character who's an existing brand. I think that's true, yeah. And that's something across all three movies is that like they all mention things like YouTube and Facebook and Mr. Clean, but the major plot points are around um, like original IP versions, except for Dropbox. And eBay. eBay, but like the nose all the like kind of the ask Jeeves owl that is the in place yeah. of Google. Like the word Google, you see it on the top of a building, but it's not their search engine in the movie is not Google. Right. It's nose all, right? But, yeah. No knows all or knows it all. And, and the same thing, like YouTube appears in this movie, but right. BuzzTube is the Yeah and platform like, that he goes by What is it? Slaughter race? Yeah. 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 So like that's that's interesting. You ha- you were asking whether you thought some of these um, like brand references were maybe added in later when that's, they. That's what I was kind of wondering because there was um, like Emoji Movie. It seems like most of them are are built in. Um, some of them, some of them not so much, but a, a lot of them felt like they were. Like, we are doing a 20-minute sequence in the Just Dance app. Yeah. We are doing a 10-minute sequence on Dropbox. Like, that's an integral part of the plot. Mm-hmm. But for Ralph Breaks the Internet, like, they search on something that's not Google. They upload stuff to something that's not YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it feels like some of the ads are just ads. Mm. It's just like, hey, here's a website, here's a website, here's a website. Mm-hmm. And it's like... What's if what's the purpose? Right. Why? So that's a great question, Dick. Let's let's move into that. Yeah. What is the what what is the reason on paper for each of these movies to use the brands they do? And does it have an effect? Like does does it work sure. on any level? So let's start with Food Fight. Yeah. The the main characters are not recognizable brands, but it's like a serial dog, which I didn't even realize till halfway through that he was like. You didn't know Dex Dog Detective was a serial mascot. Every time you say that, I laugh. Yeah, like Dex Dog Detective sounds like someone is having a stroke in the middle of saying "dog detective." Yeah, and it gets me every time. Yeah. So anyway, Dex Dog Detective and Sunshine Cat. Sunshine Joy. Yeah, I. Whatever. Um. Yeah, and horny squirrel. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, horny squirrel. They're all mascots for something. Yeah. Yeah, they're all they're all kind of off. They're they're not specific real brands. Um, but why are brands used? Just because it's a grocery store, and the main conflict that they're trying to set up is brands versus generic. Yeah, and it's and the generic is the bad guy, and yeah. it's threatening the way of life. Generic of the brands. brands are literally Nazis, right? Um. I don't think it works. No. Uh, because, like, I I don't mind. We are in a grocery store at night and these mascots come to life. I don't it's mind that. It's very Toy Story, right? And yeah. Toy Story mixes real and made yes. up toys, too, yes. right? Like, you have Barbie. And I like and seeing the Woody. California Raisins and the Hawaiian Punch guy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There was some fun. But... Why why don't they want Brand X there? And what happens to the... Like, if a brand mascot dies, do the chips die? Well... Or if the chips are off the shelf, does the mascot... Like, so it's that's so, the idea, right? Is the that stakes like, are so unclear. The mascot gets killed it was now a couple weeks ago when we watched yeah. the movie but something does happen when a generic brand replaces something that had a mascot yeah. previously like the chips or something and i can so it is not in the text but i can see this kind of like um kind of like a a, a randian view of what fascism is even though Ayn Rand is more of a fascist than <laughs> when you said randian i thought you meant your uncle randy oh no no <laughs> But like this, this, if, you know, if everyone is special, no, like yeah, if yeah. this brand X is coming in to kind of, you know, um, level the playing field, that's bad. And we should be our individual brands and be able to capitalize our, you know, individualism as opposed to, yeah. but that's not in the text. No. It's just all of a sudden, um, lady X is making Evita hands and uh, Nazi salutes. Yeah. Like, all, just all of a sudden, they're Nazis, yeah. and uh, there's no context for so it's it. It's a thing that happens. Um, yeah, it's it's very weird. It it does not like yeah the the mascots do not make sense or work or or help. And there are like yeah, there are just no stakes that I understand. Yeah, I think in any of these, like Ralph might have the old only movie with stakes that i kind of understand so in food fight i understood by the end i was very confused for the first hour of the movie yeah but by the end like whether or not it um is executed well i get that there's a good guy side and a bad guy side and they are literally good guy side to win yeah and they are at war they have a literal food fight the stakes become whether you like it or not like Brand X must be destroyed so that the brands can live in peace, yeah. right? So, like, by the end they get there, but again, like, why? What? Why do right. I care? And and I just I want to bring up Toy Story because that's yeah. a really easy comparison. The thing about Toy Story is one thing that you might believe or fantasize about when you are a kid is that when you are asleep or when you are away. Your toys play with each other. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. I, I don't know if I did, but I like I've heard that as a kid thing. As a thing you might believe or dream about or wish. 
No one gives a shit if the Hawaiian Punch guy and the Quaker Oats guy hang out together yeah. when the grocery store is closed. No one's ever thought about that or yeah. cared. Yeah, it's just a it's a flawed concept to yeah. begin with that anyone would want to. Okay, all right. Let's talk. Let's talk about the emoji movie. Let's, though. let's go. Yeah, go. So similarly to Toy Story, right? Mm-hmm. This is it starts as a what do the emojis do when you're not using them. But then it ends up being, what are the apps doing when you're not using them? And like, uh, so here's the thing about Emoji Movie. I actually think the individual sequences in the apps are more or less like executed fine. Yeah. They're not connected to each other. Like this movie doesn't really have an arc. It's just kind of scenes. And they like kind of do some like, uh, what is it? Perfunct? Perfunct? Perfunctory? Perfunctory, um, like, relationship building between jailbreak and meh a little bit. So, real real quick, meh is the normal Lego guy, and jailbreak is the girl Lego that Especially, he meets yeah. with, like, the hacker yeah. hat. Yes. Yeah, it's... It's, it's the I, same I, I character. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't... That, the Elizabeth Banks character, yeah. Except for... Uh, it's Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks in the Lego movie, and here it's T.J. Miller <laughs> and Anna Faris. Yeah, thanks. So. It was supposed to have been um, Alana Glazer um, from Broad City, but oh. it she got replaced by Anna Faris. So, like, it, it, just the <laughs> fact that, like, oh, T.J. Miller is the star of this, and we know things yeah. about T.J. Miller now. Like, he, like, things aside, he's a good voice actor. Yeah. Like, he does fine in this movie, but it's like, uh, okay. Another yeah. way this movie is irrelevant by yeah. 2020. Very, very quickly made irrelevant. Yeah, and so... So, like, the Just Dance sequence, right? They're trying to get to the end of this level because then they'll be closer to the Dropbox cloud. Yeah. But then the bad bots join the game, and so they have to do all these dance moves. There are and three different dances. And Jailbreak isn't good at dancing, three but different she has dance to sequences. believe in herself and loosen up. And... I, like, you know what? Shout out to Christina Aguilera, who's like the dance master. Um, I didn't know that she did voice work, and oh. I was not expecting it. Like, she's pretty good. I didn't know this... it was Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Um, she's doing like a, a kind of announcer in yeah. a dystopian just dance game. Like, that works fine. Is it related to anything else? No. Here's the thing I want to uh, bring up. Is that how just dance works? I- I've never played it in an app. I've I've played like the Xbox version, right? And it doesn't build blocks for you to cross. No, maybe the app version does, but no. I don't know what's going on there. No, but it is it, confusing to me as a viewer. Right, like it would almost be more successful if it was just called something different, and it's basically just dance. Because I wasn't bothered by the fact that like the visual storytelling is very clear, like yeah. when they're advancing the blocks. But yeah, if it's not how just dance works, then why? Why use Just Dance? Yeah. Unless you're, I mean, maybe they got a kickback. There's, uh, the Emoji Movie does that. Like, I think Emoji Movie was where I yelled, that's not how this works. A lot. The most. A lot, yeah. Like, when they, disa- when they like, encounter a firewall and they have to guess the kid's phone password to get through it. That's yeah, not, that- a firewall is not a <laughs> password. Those are two different things. Those are two different concepts. You yeah. can't just say firewall because you've heard it before yeah uh it's exhausting 
Um, yeah, I think, yeah, the, things worked as like little jokes, but they didn't have anything to do with the, like that, uh, the VIP section of like the most used emojis. I don't mind that as a joke. But it there, like maybe there's a favorite section in your emojis. Okay. It didn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. Because all the emojis stand up there to maybe get picked anyway. It's not like they have a better spot in the Hollywood Squares board because yeah. of it. Like it's it's, not... it's very weird. And so like the, the Oh my god, did we didn't even mention did you do the emoji movie? Um, yes. Did you talk about High Five at all? I mentioned High Five's name. I forgot about him until just now. Yeah. It's, um, people have a lot of different opinions on James Corden. A lot of people are wrong. (laughs) But when James Corden is, like, uh, the most likable character in your movie over, like, the two protagonists, you might have a problem. Yeah. When it's, like, I mean, and he's just doing a James Corden. He's doing non sequitur quips like he's the best part of this movie and that's that's kind of i mean but that fits in with anything else right that like kind of the non sequiturs in this movie are the most successful parts yeah and the arc and the you know plot structure doesn't really work it's like i just know when james corden is on the screen i'm going to have an okay time because there's someone trying (laughs) there's someone putting in some effort Uh uh and not you know not doing great but the material's also not great. Right. I've seen James Corden. I like him as like a Tony's host. He's good in little we've, small bits. We've talked about that. Where he's just kind of doing some commentary. I like him in Into the Woods. Uh, he doesn't really talk much. He doesn't do like James Corden-y stuff right. so much. And that's great. <laughs> uh, and uh, I am a absolute fan of Cats. He, <laughs> it is one of the trashiest things I've ever seen in my life. And I love it. Uh, and he is... One of the worst parts of that awful he is. movie. Yeah. He, yes. So. Uh, so. But does the does the fact that this kind of emoji who's trying to fit in, but has this, I guess, birth defect is kind of the the director <sighs> describes it. The director is gay and he calls this movie deeply personal because Meh is a metaphor for right. He can't be the way he's supposed to be in no, society because he was born no, different. No, I am sir. just saying what the director has that is, said. That is not in this. That is not supported by the text. No, it is. It is not. But that's kind of what where this movie is, and I don't think it focuses on its main idea very much. No, <laughs> again, heavy air quotes on main idea that it's this like. You should be who you are instead ah. of trying to fit into a mold when when you weren't born that, that way. That is brain-breaking. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this movie, like... Again, not the worst idea, just no, and non-executed. There are some fun bits. Mm-hmm. There are some fun bits. Uh, I, I don't mind uh, the emojis, like, talking to each other at the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's an elephant, and he's, like, talking with one of the other emojis. He's like, hey... Look what I forget his name, like Tyler or whatever. He's like, hey, look what look what Tyler did. He put me next to this guy, and it's the elephant, and it's like a wind cloud, yeah. and it looks like the elephant's farting, and they're laughing about it. They're like, ah, that's so funny. I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of cute. Like yeah. that kind of reminds me of like um, it reminded me of like a Mr. Potato Head from mm. from like uh, mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh yeah, he put my he put my ears in my eyes. Oh, yeah. like like uh, there's some like fun in there. 
and the emojis it, like acknowledging that they are not doing a thing they are they are used by a person mm-hmm. instead of like I don't I don't know. It's just it's so weird when they're like, oh, these emojis have life also okay. Just Great. You talk now. Moving on to Ralph Breaks the Internet. Because you're just getting really upset. I'm getting so upset. <laughs> I think I need to watch this movie again to understand better why I'm so angry at it. Do the um brand conceits work in Ralph Breaks the Internet? <sighs> Not really. So backing up from it. Yeah. I don't think there are as many problems um, in the in like the bones as it feels once you get into the movie, right? It's more the specific references and like the the like kind of like the machine gun joke and, um, philosophy. And the five act structure. Yeah, there are far too many acts. I hate it. But this idea of you know, there's a new world, right? There's the internet is a different thing than just the arcade games and. We need to access it in order to fix our arcade game. And this idea of Vanellope wanting something more and something that the arcade games can't give her, mm-hmm. the internet is a fine alternative land for her to explore, right? I don't mind that. I don't like it, but <laughs> go ahead. I don't mind a, a quick trip to eBay to try to get this part. Okay. Um, I think it's a little on the nose, but like it's... Well, I think it's you get the humor out of the fact that Vanellope and Ralph make this giant bid, but then it turns out they don't know what money is, and so that's funny. That would have been funny to me if it wasn't eBay, which doesn't work that way. Someone bid $50, and then Ralph bid like $1,000. The bid would not immediately go up to $1,000. It would go up to like $55, because that's how ebay works and again if you make it auction site mm-hmm. i don't care but if you're showing me a thing yeah that i know how it works yeah and you're showing it work a different way i am confused and upset right that's a thing for me i'm right. sorry no that that's like that's fair you've got an established universe if you tell me they're going to ebay great mm-hmm. i expect i expect it to work like ebay works mm-hmm. i expect them to like pay with paypal Right. Like I expect them to leave feedback like there's a bunch of things you can do on eBay. Right. Um, at the end where they're like bidding against each other. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, that kind of works because yeah. they're bidding it up against right. each other. But like you, you just you have to do the thing. Mm-hmm. You have to do the thing of the thing. That's mm-hmm. that's where like the references just utterly fail for me. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Sorry. I'm remind So. I think this is another movie where the little references work better than the big runs. Mm. I think the general idea of like the internet has more options for Vanellope and Slaughter Race doesn't have a track and that's a cool idea for Vanellope. I think those things work. And then aside from that, I think what works is like the little jokes of like Google trying to finish your... Um, yeah. queries it's like anything that kind of works is in, in that um if google was a guy series which i love yeah. very much um they make yeah like any reference like that kind of works but it's also been done before by that web series um but otherwise like yeah it's just references for references and the buzz tube 
I can see where it's going. Like that kind of um, segment where Ralph is going viral and making a bunch of videos that are based on popular videos like cat videos or like food fails. It works fine, but then they don't really do anything with it. It's also very confusing for me. And I thought that, yeah, say more. How is he making videos? He, he, how is he releasing them? What does he look like to other people? Because on one of them, it looks like his like eight bit face on a goat, yeah. and then other ones like. Well, and I think he it's also, the 3D face on the goat, but yeah, the eight bit is like and since the virus animated. Like yeah. since the people are computer animated right. and Ralph is computer animated, what does he look like to them? Does he look like a computer animation? Does he look like a guy? What is what? Is, how does this work? I can't answer that question, but I, they do. They do address it, right? That like the guy at his work computer is like, "Hey, remember that old game Wreck It Ralph? He's been like memed now." So like they recognize this as yeah. a figure. It's kind of like um, what's the Philadelphia gritty grimy? What's the guy? Yeah, gritty. The mascot. Yeah, yeah. like it's kind of like memes with that guy, right? Is the is the an- analogy. Yeah, but... I don't know what he looks like. But I the can't character of Gritty is not making videos. The Like, a guy in a Gritty costume is making right. videos. So, again, it's just a thing where, like, why, why is it this? Yeah. Why did you do a thing that made no sense? Well... I just... Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. If... <laughs> if this movie was about a new game comes into arcade, the arcade... And that game is Slaughter Race, mm-hmm. and Vanillope wants to do it, mm-hmm. and Ralph thinks it's too scary. Mm-hmm. How is it? How is that better? Is that worse? Yeah, the internet was not used to like. It doesn't like, matter that Slaughter Race is on the internet. I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, it, it has nothing to do with anything. It's just another game. I think it does. Like, you know, it. It means that they cannot congregate in like that Penn Station or not Penn. It's more like yeah. um, Union Station. But no, what's the other one of us? Of ours called? There's Penn Station. Uh huh. And what's the other one? Grand Central. Yeah. Got it. I had forgotten that name. It looks more like Grand Central, the yeah. video game hub. But like they can't the pow- congregate. The power strip they live in. Right, right, right. Yeah. But they can't congregate there anymore because Vanellope's on twenty four seven in the internet. So I guess I kind of. Like, just for that reason is why it's the internet and not a different arcade game. Sure. But, yeah. But it's, like, it, you she could... could be, like, plugged into a different power strip, right? Yeah, like you could, you could easily figure this out. The internet, there is no reason for the internet to be involved. <clears throat> except, except for, for the jokes they make. making brand references. Right. Right. Because, here's the thing. I think if you're going to say consciously... We don't want this movie to be about the internet. Yeah. Then it doesn't make sense to use it anymore. Yeah. Because I thought I had heard about that scene where Ralph finds the comment section and starts reading and like, oh, Ralph is stupid. Oh, this guy's ugly. I thought that was going to be a plot point. It was just a 30 second Not scene. Not at all a plot point. It didn't have anything to do. And if it he added never, to his. He never brings it up. If it added to its insecurities, we that's not in the text. We don't like, see it. We don't, it is not referenced in that way. We just get a, don't look at the comment section. So, like, it could have had some commentary on it. Like, the internet is a, I, you know, we talk about all the time. We're, we're old kids who, like, barely had internet. Like, I would hate to grow up in this kind of, like, 
constant social media environment. I think it's like really stressful for kids to have that in their lives all the time. And like cyberbullying is a thing and all of this. But this movie doesn't touch on that at all. And I think it's a missed opportunity if you have, especially, you know, if kids are coming back to this franchise after what, seven or eight years, like they might be ready for this conversation about what their experiences have been on the internet these past seven years, but they're not up for that challenge. Also this and the emoji movie both have a challenge that like Wreck-It Ralph did not Mm -hmm. where Wreck-It Ralph did not try and be the most up-to-date thing in the world. Right. In fact, it's in a, like it takes place in kind of a old arcade with not many new games. Yeah. And I think it might even take place a couple decades ago. I get the I don't sense, believe that to be the case. Because I get the sense that in this movie, Wi-Fi is new. Like, like the internet is like a I little bit that, new, but it doesn't that make shooting sense game with is, YouTube. Yeah. I think that shooting game is supposed to be a newer game. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, Ralph Breaks the Internet, you've got Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Great. That's a franchise that has lasted 20, 25 yeah. years now. You got Pac-Man. You got... Like Tapper, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> nostalgic tapper. things that yeah. And this is stuff that is not going away. Mm-hmm. It's established. It's known. Mm-hmm. And like, they're doing like memes that like I don't understand the bee pun thing. No, they keep mentioning bee puns, and I'm like, was that a meme for a while or or what? And like, if you're gonna showcase memes, if you're gonna showcase the internet. You can't try and be current. Right. Because even on the internet, it's hard to be current, right? Let alone and in a movie that's being produced two or three years out. Well, and different age groups, just the way that like dissemination of pop no. culture and memes work. I know we've talked about on the show before that my kids like get into movies like six to 12 months after they are in theaters because right. they're seeing them more on DVD or streaming services. And I think that's the same with like, I think Fortnite was bigger in middle school and then it trickled down to elementary Mm -hmm. school and then they knew all the dances. But yeah, like if the B thing has happened recently, it could just be something they're making up. We're not fellow kids. Like we don't know. But like my elementary kids probably don't get that yet. But like, why not do Nyan Cat? Uh, Why not do... Like or you said, like why not spring for Grumpy Cat? Like why isn't Grumpy Cat in this movie? Why not? Uh, why not do tried and true memes that we have heard of mm-hmm. and we know? Like if you're gonna do it, yeah, do it right. And I think like Ralph does some Fortnite dances. I think that works on that level, mm-hmm. right? Like the floss is pretty ubiquitous right yeah. now. Um, yeah. There's just no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason, Kate. Uh, this whole thing is like, you know, hello, fellow kids, but yeah. it's fundamentally missing anything that's going to keep a kid's attention span longer than one viewing, right? That's, right. we, um, <laughs> is it time to break out the spreadsheet, Dick? I think it might be time yeah. to break out the spreadsheet. So, so here's what I was yeah. going to say is we're getting close to the time where we need to get into the final cuts, mm-hmm. but there's two things that I want you to talk about Great. real quick. Uh, and the first is you have a spreadsheet. I sure for do. Us. What is what is this spreadsheet? So one thing that I've noticed about 
movies that try to appeal to youth without fundamentally understanding who the youths are uh-huh. um, is they do a lot of bodily humor jokes. Yes. And um, kids love farts. Kids love farts. That don't, is true. Don't tell me they don't. Kids love farts. I was a but kid. I loved farts. The way to use farts is Pumbaa, right? You have a character who makes like three fart jokes in a movie. Yeah. And that's it. What you don't do is yeah. what Food Fight did. Yeah. So so Kate wrote a, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes into the movie, you were like, I need to start keeping track of this. It was such an egregious amount of bodily humor jokes that I felt like I needed to track it. Yeah. And I will say that over the course of the movie, several other uh, categories of columns got added. And we, we absolutely missed plenty. Oh, or definitely. you absolutely missed plenty. Definitely. Because there was just so much. So tell us so, what's going on in Food yeah, Fight. Yeah, in Food Fight, um, at least where we counted and we weren't totally exasperated, yeah. um, three fart jokes. Okay, that's pretty low for Food that's Fight. That's pretty low. Um, I, think, I think, to clarify, I believe these fart jokes had like a... Like a green gas yeah. floating in the air. Like you not... could see the flatulence. Yeah, you yeah. could see the fart. Yeah. yeah. And it was like very explicitly referenced. Um, One burp, one snot, oh. two poops, three butt jokes. Yep. Um, wh- well, then it gets a little bit dicey. You got one um ejaculate joke yes. in a children's I'm gonna movie. I'm going to cover her in my chocolate goo. Yikes. Chocolate frosting. Chocolate frosting. Was the, was the word. Um, One crotch joke, one urine joke. Uh, one joke about a foursome, and oh yeah, three entire scenes of what we've uh, decided upon. The term is pornuendo. Yeah. Um. I, there, this movie okay. food fight is weird. Um, Sunshine Kitty, whatever her name uh-huh. is, is like too sexily designed. Like she's got this bare midriff, low rise yeah. jeans sort of thing yeah. going on. And then She's Lady a full adult. Yeah. And then Lady X comes in, who's uh-huh. like the Ava Longoria uh-huh. Nazi character. And she's like weird and angular. And her butt, I think, is the only thing that anyone like spent time on in this movie. Um and it's just it's just so overly sexual. Yes. Like she she's talking a Dex Dog detective and she like throws her leg on his shoulder uh-huh. and she is she's wearing like a schoolgirl well, outfit at some point scene where like she's trying to like get you know get in with them and she just shows up in a schoolgirl outfit oh. and that's not her normal outfit and we no. don't know where this came from and it just looks like a trailer for a porn film yeah. like it which commonly have trailers yeah well i don't know how that works but like it looks like the setup right yeah. to like like, oh, I feel whatever. Oh no, did you did you order a pizza? I'm right, the pizza right. man. <laughs> um, and there's like three different scenes where that happens. And I hear your cable is out. It was just a lot of jokes like that. It just a fundamental misunderstanding of what this and movie then, was for. Like, and we 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 have not cataloged everything. There are a lot of gay jokes because they're oh, the... sorry. That's another column oh. is types of bigotry. Oh, sorry. Keep going on. I didn't, I didn't tally the instances. Right. But definitely in this movie, yeah, there's homophobia. Yes. Um, anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah. Anti-Asian sentiments. Oh, yeah. Uh, general... Oh, yeah. That like kung fu dragon oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh. Rampant sexism. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like a 
bat, like a kind of like, I think it's supposed to be like Count chocolate Yeah, it's a chocolate cereal bat. bat that is like... It wants to have sex with, with the, the... With the male squirrel, squirrel character. And that whole thing is just It is played, not subtle. It is just gay humor. It like is... Like gay, gay panic. Yeah. Yes. That... That is the way to describe it. Also, did you think Wayne Brady would be that bad at voice acting? Right? He sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, none like, of no these people were well no directed. One's, no one's good in this. No one had a good script, but yeah. But Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady I, was not good. He's one of those guys I feel like you don't need to give him direction. He just does his thing. Right. I was, I'm wrong. Yeah. And Emoji Movie has, I started to keep in track for yeah. Emoji Movie and then got tired, but I did count, at least in the first 10 minutes, one fart, um, one innuendo, yeah. and two poops. But there is a character of just poop, so yeah. that's like Played at by least Pat- seven by Sir the Sir Patrick end. Stewart. Fun fact, Jordan Peele was offered the role of poop, and the um, invitation was the reason he retired from acting. <laughs> I'm out. I just got offered the role of poop in an emoji movie. I'm just going to direct now. I'm going to go make some amazing films. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, But Patrick Stewart, uh, doing a great job collecting a paycheck in this movie. Which is a fine British tradition. (laughs) Um, Okay, Kate, there's one more thing I need you to talk about real quick. um, Because we are getting low on time. Mm -hmm. But I need you to talk about the Vanellope song. (sighs) Okay. Just give us a quick rundown uh, of the deal there. Vanellope has a song in this movie because she has been told she's a Disney princess and Disney princesses sing about what they want the most in life. And she tries to sing a song about her steering wheel and it doesn't really go well. So she's told to look at Look at water, Pocahontas says. And Mulan goes, yeah, look at water. And Snow White goes, yes, you need to look at water and sing about what you want. One of the clever jokes I think in the princess section, I'm like, oh, I didn't put that together. That they're so always many people, like, like looking at water and special way. water, not just any water. Sing about the thing you most want. Well, Vanellope can't do that in the moment, but, but eventually she does. Later, she's looking at a yeah overturned trash can or something sure. with a puddle of water, and then she starts singing about slaughter race is actually the thing that she wants, not yeah. just the steering wheel. But the joke is that it this song is composed by Alan Menken, who is the Disney princess composer. Yeah. And so it tracks, or or the plan is for it to track like a, a typical Menken song. And knowing that it was written by him, I can hear some element, like there's some um, bell elements in it, and there's yeah. some part of your world elements and the basic song structure. Um, but I just spent the whole scene wondering why I wasn't enjoying it at all. Yeah. Like, this is for me. This is for, I have written or I have arranged a yeah. six minute I want song medley of Alan Menken songs for myself to sing at a cabaret. And I, I'm not enjoying any of this. No. Why? <laughs> and like the, the joke of it is she's singing about something called Slaughter Race. Right. And it's, it's a, a lot a of violent like thing and crude references and stuff and in like, this very ins- princessy sounding song. And instead of like a bunch of candles dancing, it's a bunch of like cars with um, yeah, <laughs> cars, pimped out like- cars and <laughs> um but the but so I looked up, I'm like, Alan Menken's lyricist partner now, Glenn Slater, like he's no Howard Ashman. I but did like- not think Alan Menken wrote this song, oh, by the way. Yeah. I was like Oh, it's like an Alan Menken sound alike that's not very good. No, it was him. No, but I think you need 
strong lyrics to go with an Alan Menken melody. It doesn't necessarily yeah. work in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, well, Glenn Slater is not my favorite lyricist, but like these lyrics aren't good enough for like the Rapunzel guy. No, it's like one of the directors of the movie and then the guy who does music supervising yeah. for the Walt Disney Company. Neither of them are lyric writers yeah. and it's clear. It, it shows. Yeah. They're going for jokes the, and the none of the setting jokes is weird. None the, of the jokes the, land. Yeah. Um and also it doesn't sound like a Disney princess song so much. Yeah. I almost wonder Sarah if you needed Silverman's to get not a great what, singer. What you you all and Gal Gadot. And Gal Gadot's not the worst. Oh, she's heavily auto-tuned. Oh, We're that's not why. hearing any kind of a singing voice yeah, on that's that one. Fair. She sounds like uh, Emma Watson's. Uh, yeah, Belle, but I guess but... I ex- I accept it more because she's already digital. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think almost you need you need to have had the Lopez's do this, right? Yeah. Like they could create a really good Alan Menken parody and. Especially Robert Lopez well, has yeah Avenue Q Avenue Q like and um the Book of Mormon yeah like Book of Mormon has an Alan Menken parody song, I, and I was gonna say like the the Slaughter Ray song I'm like, yeah I've seen this done, it's like the opening song of the South Park movie, mm. but it did it better yeah or like yeah Avenue Q or Book of Mormon like. Uh-huh. You can do a Disney parody, but if you're going to do it, do a good one. Yeah. Don't, like, whatever whatever that was. was yeah. It, uh, yeah. It it just rapidly deteriorated at around that point in the movie for me. Yeah. I'm just like, I, it, I just want this to be done. And then there were, like, 45 minutes left. Yeah. Yes, there were. Speaking oh, my of, gosh. Speaking of time All left, right. we're All getting right. low on time. Kate, Woo! Kate. We're going to do this. Kate, it's time for the... The final cut? Final cut. Yeah. Kate. All right. Let's do some scene shout outs. Let's keep them uh, a little bit shorter because we've got three movies to do. Okay. Don't forget. So let's start with you and let's start with, of course, your scene shout out from Food Fight. I should have written it down because now I don't remember anything about this movie Uh besides the bad things. Um, So scene shout out is supposed to be something that actually went well in the movie, right? Uh So... uh, (laughs) Uh, oh oh no i got one i got one um yeah you do there's a scene in the food fight the actual food fight part of it where there's these tanks that are coming and they have ketchup bottles Uh uh-huh and the tanks go to squirt the ketchup bottle and nothing comes out and so then they have to like shake it and then like a uh, kind of like a cartoon arm, like mechanical arm comes out from the tank and then they have to bop the end of the ketchup bottle yeah. and then the ketchup comes out. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny because that's how ketchup bottles work in real yeah, life. The, this movie was supposed to be and like uh, apparently they lost the entire film. And uh, by the way, is... the producer of this film is the Firefighters <laughs> Insurance Fund. This is we're gonna have to do an episode sometime, Dick, about the, animated movies that are completed as the studio that is producing them implodes and goes yeah. out of business, right? Like Titan AE is this, Food Fight is this. This movie took like ten years from like inception yeah. to being put out so that no one got sued at the end. Yeah. Like yeah, it got transferred over to their insurance company and they're the producer. But it's it was supposed to be 
like more of a Looney Tunes style yeah. digitally animated movie with like more squash and stretch. Yeah. And, and you can see that kind of working in some places and you can see it not working in mm-hmm. others. But that that sequence is one where I think like they kind of get that Looney Tunes humor right. Yeah. And that was that was funny. Yeah. Can I give you your other scene shout out for this movie? Oh. Is your favorite line from the whole movie? Should you, is, is that your scene shout I'll out? I'll do it. I'll do Great. it. Yeah. Uh, my scene shout out is the best line in the whole movie. <laughs> I'm not the one that's going to be puppy whipped. You cold hearted. You cold farted itch. Cold farted itch. I'm not the one that's going to be puppy whipped. You cold farted itch. Said in seriousness. Said This is in not a comedic line, but none of the words... Why couldn't you say cold hearted witch? What we lost it during lost this moment. Like our minds. <laughs> we watched it what like eight times yeah. in a row. Well I, I think <laughs> I have video of you I think I have video of you watching that scene back <laughs> and just laughing ridiculously. So I'll, the, I'll try and get the that scene posted. too where he's getting like kind of like dominatrix tied up by him. Like it's one of the porny uh-huh. window scenes yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh <sighs> and just like Charlie Sheen saying this with all like gruff seriousness. Not the one who's gonna get puppy whipped, you cold farted itch. It uh, was it an outtake? Was it like what I I don't know. They didn't have time for re but that's, that's, re-records, I guess. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about emoji movie. Do you have any other for a food fight? No. Okay, great. Um emoji movie, I I the California raisins. I like them. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Emoji okay. movie. Emoji movie, I, um, let's see. Uh, uh, I like, you know what? I'm going to shout out the Just Dance sequence because, no, I. Which song that they danced to? The first, second, or third one? Well, uh, the moment where the bots come in. Which right? half that hour? That might be the second. Which half hour of the hour and a half right? long Just Dance sequence? Um, because. I think it's one of the only sequences in the movie where I'm like, oh, I know this as a familiar movie sequence. Like, I know what's happening in this scene. I know what the stakes are. I know what the goal is by the end of the scene. And it's fun that they're in this app, right? There's like the cognitive dissonance between the, you know, the upbeat, up-tempo music and the dread that's coming from these bots coming and... They need to dance, and then the bots do like a robot dance because they're robots, and that's expected. But uh-huh. it works okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Christina Aguilera host is like yelling out things, and the the drama's high. Yeah. I think it works well on its own. Doesn't have anything to do with anything else, but works. Dick. All right, uh, I've got two. Mm. My favorite scene to watch in this movie uh, when we watched it was the scene. Towards the end where the hacker uh, takes off her hat. Mm-hmm. or The hacker is like, she's like, don't tell anyone you saw this. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, she's a princess emoji that's right. been hiding. And I said out loud, oh, she's going to whistle and a bird's going to come. And the bird is going to be the Twitter bird. You and then say all those things. And then that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Um, so I loved that. Because there had been a joke earlier about like, oh, princesses, princesses can just whistle and, whistle birds, and birds come. come. Stop that. That's a old fashioned stereotype. And Which, but don't, what is that? There was some girl boss in Ugh. this one too. That was, eh. 
But also, you if uh, mm-hmm. if you're saying if she if you're girl bossing, right? If you're doing that, like that's a stereotype. Don't stereotype princesses. But it's true. But it is an actual. Then what is it you're you trying to say, movie? Yeah. yeah. Um. So that. Um. And also the scene where, um, James Corden's hand yes gets like deleted. Mm. Um, because when a James Corden character is standing on a giant pile of trash, it makes me think about a better movie, Cats. He was very busted for Jonesy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 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 trash app of your phone, where things go when you delete them. Yeah, like you delete things on your phone, and they go into the recycling bin. Emojis that you delete on your phone. Haven't you ever deleted an emoji and then it's in your trash file? What are we talking about? That was another about? time where you yelled out, "That's not how that works." That's not. That's not a thing. <laughs> wow. uh, right. Hey, Kate. What about Ralph breaks the internet? Ralph breaks the internet. Right. Um, I liked. Hmm. I liked the scene at the very end. I'm gonna shout out one of the very last scenes in the movie where um, Vanellope now lives in Internet Land, and Ralph is still in the power strip and it's set up at the beginning of the movie that they like they go to tappers every night and have a drink together but now their like daily routine is doing like a you know a a zoom call with each other it's really more relevant than it probably meant to be in this era of now everyone sees their friends on video conference um but they like they were catching each other up on their respective places and talking excitedly about oh you know, Slaughter Race's next update is in two months, so we can come visit each other then. Yep. And Ralph's like, okay, that time is going to fly by. And, like, you know, they didn't really execute his arc well, but it was no. kind of sweet to see him, like, accepting this separation and, you know, being more secure in their relationship. But, um... Yeah, this, like, old hobo man's relationship <laughs> with a eight-year-old... That he's really, princess. really needy towards. Really codependent. Wasn't um, wasn't uncomfortable at all in this movie. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they can be in two different places. Yeah. It kind of made me um, wistful for a, a movie that this wasn't. Yeah. Um, that would have the same ending scene. But it was it was well done. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's all. The begin The beginning's nice. They're, they're like... Hanging out and they're going to tappers and they're like goofing around at night and and doing stuff. I liked that. I liked the setup and I was like, okay, this movie is going to be all right. And then the rest of the movie happened, but I liked the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, MVP. MVP. Most valuable primate of these. Of this episode, of all three of these movies. Uh, I know. um, Is it going to be Charlie Sheen? Is it going to be Larry Miller, uh, who played Did Gay I... Bat? Is it going to be... Larry Miller was really good at it for the jokes being, like, really, really problematic. Yeah. He was really good at the character. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... Larry Miller's great. Uh, he uh, That was not a great... Uh, no. Yeah. No, no. Um, I'm going to... Uh, you know what? She might have been my MVP for the Shrek at Ralph episode. Sarah Silverman, I think, does great voice work. Sure. Um, yeah, she like, uh, no one said she was supposed to be a great singer. They just threw a song at her. Yeah. Like, that's not a singing character. But other than that, like, um, you had mentioned earlier that, like, 
she screamed something and all you could think of was Andy and Ollie from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, that made me really happy. Much, much of this movie, I'd be like, oh, he, oh yeah, it's Penelope. It's not, if she's, like, off screen and yelling, I'm like, Andy and Ollie? But, like, the, like, it, she shows a lot of range in this character of, like, mm-hmm. um, especially because Penelope has, like, I think. I think a more interesting story when they focus on it (laughs) Um, this time around. And yeah, it's just really entertaining to listen to her shout things. I, I, yeah, that's all. Nice. I don't know who else my MVP would be otherwise. Yeah. A dick. Uh, Well, I'm kind of running into that issue. I don't know who my MVP is. So uh, Patrick Stewart as poop. Great. That's all. Maybe it's Jordan Peele for staying the hell away from Correct. This. Jordan Peele is my MVP <laughs> for ending his acting career because he was offered the role of poop. That's a great story. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Oh. Crossover? Crossover, yeah. If we were going to cross over these three films, mm-hmm. oh, I'm getting sick just thinking about... Okay. Ugh. I would cross over all of the characters in all of the films mm-hmm. and the trash app. What about you? What was your crossover big? Oh, oh my gosh, that's great. Uh, I have not been so upset. I know. At an at a, a series of movies we watched in I don't know, maybe ever. This was um, so unpleasant. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Let's see. What was the least pleasant part in each movie? I'm going to. What was the least pleasant? Part well, in each it's movie? the Christopher Lloyd. Um, oh my! Alien Walker. God, the way he walked was amazing. So it's explained. Uh, it's really uncomfortable the way that the Christopher Lloyd Brand X like kind of manager character moves in this yeah. movie, and it's not explained until the end that it's the actual Lady X who's inside a giant robot, robot controlling suit. him. Oh my god! Which is why his oh limbs my god. don't work. And do you remember she went to like Brazil to get plastic surgery? Oh, and they yeah. were like, "How did you do that?" And she's like, "When you look like this, humans don't care how small you are. Yeah, like, size did doesn't she matter sleep her way around? But she's so tiny with oh, humans. So uncomfortable. What is happening? Sorry. So I'm gonna take the crazy limb, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I'm going to, um. Walk him into um, the, oh shoot. Yeah, I'm going to walk him into the, um, there we go. Fight between Crazy Limb, Christopher Lloyd, and the um, Ralph Kong, and then the Ralph oh. made of a, a the million Ralph Ralphs. The Ralph made of Ralphs. The Ralph made of Ralphs. Um, and just have them like fight each other to the cool. death. I, I also kind of see Crazy like Christopher Lloyd in the Just Dance app. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that would actually be, be probably too. pretty good. All right. Dick, what? food fight. Do you re-release it? Because it's time for Wait, the final. Final? Cut. 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 Should we start with food fight or should we end with we food fight? We should start fight? with food fight. Yeah. Re-release, special edition, or vault it? I might have a controversial opinion here. Oh. I think it needs to be preserved. <laughs> In I, a museum. Like, <laughs> this, I, this movie sucks. Yeah. This movie sucks so bad. Yeah. And... At least at the like the first twenty or thirty minutes, it's just getting used to the animation. It's not. I would not. I love watching bad movies for laughs. I think yeah. it's a great time. Food fight. It takes a while to get there, mm-hmm. 
And then it does get there. To like so bad it's so bad it's good. Funny. Um, but I think it needs to be I think it needs to be preserved because I think there are lessons to be learned from it. And what? also also uh like you know, like give the proceeds to the firefighters fund. Firefighters insurance Sorry, fund. The I don't even know. Insurance if, fund. I mean it it only made seventy three thousand. That doesn't recoup That's what I'm the saying. You re million. you re release it and See if we can get some more money for firefighters. I because they're heroes. You've done some mental gymnastics there. I'm gonna vault this guy. Yeah, you are. Oh, that's, a good, just that's a great straight choice. Straight into the vault. That's a great choice. Kate, what about the emoji movie? Ah, uh, oh, right. Like I feel like I have to say a different thing. So okay, here's my controversial opinion. Before I get into this answer, I think emoji movie might of these three movies might have known what it was and wasn't the most accurately. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, it was not trying to be a heartbreaker, like a big life lessons kind right. of movie. It was trying to make some jokes about emojis and phone apps. And it did that. Yeah. It has the immortal line where he, uh, where our meh emoji uh-huh. knocks over a bunch of uh, emoticons. And he's like, ah. Oh, I hate knocking over old people. The elderly, yeah. I, I hate I mean, knocking over the elderly. Like, okay. <laughs> like, does that happen a lot? Do you lot? like to knock over other people? <laughs> um, like that was a, like emoticons being elderly. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I, there was there were some funny things that happened. So yeah, like I put. Oh, this was okay. Um, special edition. All of these, like this, like universe becomes like an extended ad campaign mm. for like. A phone service right like i wouldn't mind seeing some of these jokes in commercials yeah right like kind of like we've talked about the mucinex guys right they're like some characters they interact with each other you don't Why really know were who the they mucinex are guys not in the uh not food, in food fight. fight yeah Ugh. um yeah i think these are fine mascots for an ad campaign yeah. and so that's how i reuse them and you can use all the jokes and then you don't have to worry about tying it all together with the plot yeah Man, I like I like that idea. It's just like it's an ad. Yeah. Instead of a movie. Yeah. What what do you do? Vault. Oh, just it's, straight to the vault. It sucked. I hated it. Keep out food fight as a warning sign, but emoji yeah. movies just not even You have worth. to have you ha- look, there's one out as a warning, but I you don't have like ten out as a warning. Sure. Food sure. fight's your warning. That's fair. All right. Uh Ralph breaks the internet. Vault. Whoa. I hated it. Whoa. I hated it. It was it was so bad. The the like first twenty minutes or so trick you into thinking it's gonna be a movie yeah. and then it's not. Yeah. It's like like you know how if you see something at like Epcot starring characters you know mm. and it's like, oh Timon and Pumbaa are on the internet or mm-hmm. something, then you're like, okay, I can forgive this being kind of shitty. Right. Because it's like fifteen minutes, it's at Epcot and I'm about to go on a ride. Yeah. This wasn't but it was like that quality or worse. Uh-huh. The the conceit didn't make sense. It was just stupid shit for yeah. the sake of being like we're doing internet stuff. Right. Had nothing to like no reason for our characters to be there. Mm-hmm. No reason for any of this to happen and in the end it could have just been a a movie about Vanellope wanting to be in another game. Yeah. I th- and I think that's the closest that I would do. Because I have I have an answer, but my that is kind of a joke answer. 
my real answer is that yeah I just want a movie about what the last half hour was about without yeah. all the other things complicating it yeah. um but what I did you said Epcot which reminded me that when Vanellope went into Oh My Disney and just started seeing all the characters that Disney has ever owned yeah um it reminded me of also there was a Batman noise Oh, yeah, there was like a bat in the middle of the Disney princess sequence because they own. Why? With like the twisting cat, like the, the transition from the Adam West show. It was very weird. Um, I want Vanellope through Oh My Disney as a ride at Disney World. Great. Right? Kind of like um, what was um, the blue sky for the Muppet Great Movie ride. Right. Right? Of like the Muppets going and like messing up famous moments in history or what's kind of rumored to be the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride at right. Epcot, which might just be a time travel through different past things at Epcot, which would be really fun. Great. But, like, it was fun to see, like, Grumpy do this and, like, see 3 po do this. Like, none of it super made sense, but, like, uh, you know, Vanellope just kind of going on a wild go-kart chase through Disney intellectual property. Yeah. I don't mind that as a ride, because then it's just, like, it's like Easter egg the ride. Yeah. And... That's fine with me. As a whole 20 minute sequence of a movie didn't work. Or how, but... like, Vanillope racing through, like, racing through Disney World. Mm hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm in. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, but that, that's what I do. Nice. Hey, Kate. Hey, Dick. This is a good episode. Good episode. Bad movies. Bad good movies. Episodes. If you have some movies to suggest, you can hit us up at Cellmates Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or gmail.com. We also uh -huh. have a website that we don't really use. Uh, Kate. They can be good movies. You can Yeah, please you suggest us good, good movies because we've uh, seen enough. Yeah, we've got like some fun stuff planned. But mm -hmm. uh, again, we're going to do our best to keep new episodes coming. But it might be tight for a little while. It's a rough time. Yeah. Uh, so take it easy. Wear a mask. Uh, stay safe out there. <laughs> Unless you're... Um, certain people don't stay as safe. But I don't think you listen. Um, be safe on the internet. Did you just cue that? No. Yikes. Our end, bye. Our end music just played, so... We're played off. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>